Hello and welcome to The Poetry of Science, a podcast which provides insight into new scientific research via the medium of poetry. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Illingworth, and each week I'll be introducing you to some of the latest scientific findings and sharing a selection of science-themed poetry. If you enjoy this podcast, then please consider giving it a rating and leaving some feedback in your podcast directory of choice. And if you really enjoy it, then why not share it with a friend? After all, we could all do with a little bit more poetry in our lives. In this episode, I'll be exploring new research, which has found that global light pollution has increased by at least 49% over the last 25 years. The earth tries to sleep, casting off the shadows of a distant star beneath the tattered veil of greying night. Behind thinning eyelids, the atmosphere erupts, burning with the embers of ferocious, solid states. Cloaked in filthy luster, these irradiating irritations avoid detection from aging, weary eyes ever-present emitters in the clear light of never-ending day. This poem is inspired by recent research published in Remote Sensing, which has found that there has been a rapid increase in global light pollution over the past quarter of a century. Also known as photopollution, light pollution is the presence of artificial light in the night environment. Its sources include building exterior and interior lighting, advertising, commercial properties, offices, factories, and streetlights. It is an anthropogenic or human-made pollutant which can be disruptive and harmful to both wildlife and humans, for example by interrupting sleep and confusing the circadian rhythm, the internal 24-hour clock that affects physiological processes in nearly all living organisms. In this new study, researchers have used satellites to show that observable light emissions increased from 1992 to 2017 by at least 49%. This research also investigated the impact of the transition from more traditional forms of lighting to solid-state light-emitting diodes, or LEDs, which emit a much larger amount of visible light at wavelengths that are undetectable by the majority of existing satellite sensors. This inability for the satellites to fully detect all of the emitted light suggests that the true increase may be as high as 270% across the globe, and even up to 400% in specific regions. While more research is now needed to confirm these figures, it is clear that the rapid increase in global light pollution that has been detected over the past quarter of a century is likely to represent only part of the problem. Now that you've heard the science, let me read the poem to you again. The earth tries to sleep, casting off the shadows of a distant star beneath the tattered veil of greying night. Behind thinging eyelids, the atmosphere erupts, burning with the embers of ferocious solid states. Cloaked in filthy luster, these irradiating irritations avoid detection from aging, weary eyes, ever-present emitters in the clear light of never-ending day. In this section of the podcast, I'd like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the science that has been discussed so far, 
In this episode, I'll be reading Light by C.K. Williams. Charles Kenneth Williams was an American poet, critic and translator. Born in Newark, New Jersey in 1936, Williams went to Columbia High School in Maplewood, attended Bucknell University for one year, then moved on to and graduated from the University of Pennsylvania. He started writing poetry during his second year at the University of Pennsylvania, and his poetry collections include A Day for Anne Frank, published in 1968, In Flesh and Blood, published in 1987, and The Singing, published in 2003. Williams received many honours and awards over his career, including an American Academy of Arts and Letters Award, a Guggenheim Fellowship, the Lisa Wallace Reader's Digest Award, a Pushcart Prize, and the Ruth Lilly Poetry Award. He died in 2015 in Hopewell, New Jersey, at the age of 75. Light by C.K. Williams Another drought morning after a too brief dawn downpour, unaccountable silvery glitterings on the leaves of the withering maples, I think of a troop of the blissful blessed approaching Dante. A hundred spheres shining, he rhapsodizes. The purest pearls. Then of the frightening brilliance, myriads gleam in my lamp. Of the eyes of the vast swarm of bats I found once in a cave. A chamber whose walls seethed with a spaceless carpet of creatures. Their cacophonous, keen, insistent, incessant squeakings and squealings. Churning the warm, rank, cloying air of how one perfectly still among all the fitfully twitching others, was looking straight at me, gazing solemnly, thoughtfully up from beneath the intricate furl of its leathery wings as though it couldn't believe I was there or were trying to place me, to situate me in the now we'd evolved from, and now the trees still heart-rendingly a sparkle. Dante again, this time the way he'll refer to a figure he meets as the life of, not the soul or person, the life. And once more the bat and I, our lives in that moment together, our lives are lives. His with no vision of celestial splendour, no poem. Mine with no flight, no unblundering dash through the dark. His without realising it would so soon no longer exist, mine having to know for us both that everything ends. World after world, even their memories steamed away like the film of an uncertain vapour of the last of the luscious rain. Thank you for listening to the Poetry of Science. If you want to find out more about the scientific study featured in this episode, or read any of the poems in full, then please visit the show notes at scipoetry.podbean.com. That's scipoetry.podbean.com, where you can also find out how to get in touch with any questions or comments you might have. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.